Welcome back, everybody, to the freaking awesome podcast, and this is episode 36. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> let's kill that bass head. Alright, let's do this. I'm on the air, we on the air, we got this pockets flow. It's me and Tony on the mics, we gotta let you know. Of current events, little gaming, sprinkling some entertainment. We stay humble, but our mom still thinks we're famous. Turn up the bass and baby, maybe let that magic flow. I spoken word is all the things you really wanna know. Having a good time on the show, T Bows and Maddie G. Tune in and hit subscribe and join us on the FAP. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Freaking Awesome Podcast. My name's Anthony Bose, and sitting virtually across from me is Maddie G. Hi, hi. How are you doing today, Maddie? Oh, not too shabby. Not Excellent. too shabby. Just uh, quarantining and isolating and yeah. You haven't all put on one of those old-fashioned uh, Dr. Crow outfits yet? No, I... Uh... <laughs> It's funny, I actually have uh, staying in track pants and going out track pants now. Yeah, I, I know. I uh, was dropping something off uh, at the window, and I saw you all uh, messy-haired and in track pants. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're really living the life now. Still sexy as hell, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think track pants and sexy as hell ever go hand-in-hand. Hand. Oh, I can make it work. <laughs> Excellent. Well, today we have a very extra special guest. Uh, it is one of a kind for us. Uh, we have a master-level psychic medium, and his name is Ari Hoffman. Ari, thanks for joining us today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Well, we're actually very, very excited. Um, I, I, my, my wife was very upset with me to find out that you were going to be on the show, and she didn't get to talk with you. But then there would be no time for us if that ever happened. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> Once we get going... One question turns into just one more question, turns into five more questions. <laughs> just one more question turns into seven more questions. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And, um, you know, she she really likes, uh, I think she, she used to do uh, some psychic stuff or, or go to, to psychics when she was younger and uh, has always found it quite fascinating. And uh, myself, uh, I, I mean, I've never found... Uh, uh, quite uh, the allure, but at the same time, I'm I'm a very open-minded individual. Like I don't believe we're the only people out there in the galaxy. That there is always a chance of extraterrestrial life. Uh, I believe that there is uh, always uh, a chance of uh, ghosts and um, you know spirits and people of the past and all this other type of thing. So uh, why not? I, I can't close that door to uh, to the psychic medium as well. Yeah. Well. Uh, well, there is life going on while we are living our life. I mean, to think that we are the only life living right now as we know it is being extremely naive. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I wouldn't even get, I wouldn't even get, um, you know, confrontational or or debating or, it just is. It just yeah. is. This is not your one shot. There are many lives going on at the same time that we're going on. Um, we've been here many times before. There is a thing called time travel. Uh, Einstein proved that to be 100% possible scientifically with all the mathematics and all of that. True. Um, there's too many powerful experiences in this world to prove, you know, to prove that it's, that, that there is. Um, when people, you know, want to challenge me, about anything that I don't believe or, you know, or tell me something, you know, 
it's like, you know, nobody likes to be challenged or I, I don't have to try to prove myself. Um, mm-hmm. But things just will just naturally happen, you know. Um, you know, what a psychic is, a psychic is somebody who is able to talk about, the, tell you about the past, present, and future or the, or, or the course of events of what's going to happen, you know, as far as the end result. On the most part, things can change. Not yes. everything is locked in stone. There are certain things that are locked in stone come hell to high water. Certain things are going to happen. Now, a medium is someone who communicates to loved ones or people or pets who have passed away. Okay. And, uh, and also a medium is someone who communicates with angels. So, uh, you know, angels exist just like you and I exist. But um, when we pass away, it's just, it's not that we ever die. It's like you will never die and your loved ones who are in heaven, they're not dead. I mean, what dies is the physical human body. That's yes. what dies. Mm-hmm. And then the spirit is who we are. And the spirit, once the physical body has retired, then the human spirit lifts up, the soul lifts up out of the body and goes into a different dimension and form. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's how I'm able, so that's what I communicate to. I communicate to people's souls. Okay. So when people say, well, how can you read people over the phone when you're, they're in New Jersey and they're in Canada or in Australia, or whatever, because I'm not reading your physical body. I'm communicating, connecting with your soul. And also your angels and my angels will send messages or your loved ones who passed away will send messages to me and my thoughts. And then I deliver you the messages. So it's they're not very that intriguing. I yeah. Know, yeah. So it's not that I know everything. You know, my ex-wife will tell you differently. You think you know everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, come to think of it, we do. Yeah. You know, it's really funny. Um, you know, did you ever see the movie, the uh, play Chicago? Yes. Yeah. Or the movie Chicago. Yep. And then each wife that that was in jail was was saying, it was literally having a song and a dance of how they killed their husband and why. Mm-hmm. Well, it was funny because. <laughs> I'll never forget this. One of the women, when she was singing her chorus about how she killed her wa- her her guy, and that's why they're in jail. Yep. Uh, how they killed their husbands and why. One of the girls said, "We the reason why I did what I did, why I killed them, is because we had a different in uh, opinion in religion. He thought he was God, and I didn't." <laughs> <laughs> So it's very interesting. Um, so be, before we just jump into our news articles, I just wanted to mention, just because you brought it up. Now, um, I was I was raised Roman Catholic. Uh, however, I, I I find that I don't lock myself into the religion itself as much as I truly believe that we are made of energy, and and it's it's that energy that gets released. And and of course, the you know the laws of physics would state, or thermodynamics would also state that you know energy cannot be created or destroyed. So then. If we are made of energy, and, and they have proven the fact that we have that electrical current that runs through our body, and then we die, then what happens to that energy? And and maybe that is a tie-in to, to what's kind of happening here. Well, first of all, happy Easter to all your listeners, to you and all your listeners. Thank you very much. And, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and so what you're trying to say is you're more spiritual-based than you are religious-based, but it was your religion that gave you the basis of your foundation. Yes. The knowledge of God or the knowledge of life itself. Mm-hmm. As you started getting older, 
as you started to experience more about your religion, what started to resonate more with you with inside yourself, it was more on a spiritual basis than the religious aspect. Because mm-hmm. you don't believe in everything that is told you, you appreciate a lot of the history, and you appreciate the fact of the miracles of God and Jesus and Mary and all the other saints and angels. Mm-hmm. You appreciate all that. But as far as your true belief system and understanding, you're more spiritually based uh, than you are religious based. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I truly believe that one thing out of out of the whole uh, religious scripture and, and the whole do unto others as you do unto yourself, I, 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 I feel like that is the ultimate guide to life. I mean, don't don't be crappy to other people. You don't want people to be crappy to you. Uh, so if you, you truly try to find the good in people and even some of the roughest people and, and treat them as they are normal human beings and stop hating each other, then this world would actually be a lot better place. The most spiritual and religious thing that you can do more than anything else in the world um, ranks right up there with prayer uh, is um, it, it's treating your fellow man, man with kindness and respect. That is the single most spiritual thing you could do because it has to do with you sharing your love and spreading love. Love does not have boundaries and love is not to be contained. Love does not have... Love does not have an ego. Love mm-hmm. is just of the pure soul, and you share your love with other people. You know, you share your love differently as you do with your, your, your friends. You love your kids in a different way. You love your parents in a different way. You love your lover or your spouse in a different way. You, you know, there's many, many different facets of love. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then you love God in a, in a different way, you know. But, yep. when, but the most important thing is that you love yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you really love yourself, you could really spread that beautiful energy on a greater magnitude. And, and my heart goes out to everybody who truly has a hard time loving themselves. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they don't love themselves, for those who don't, is because if you were brought up in a family that was very broken up or very uh, dysfunctional family and you were told you were worthless or you were told this or that, or it could be from a a love partner or whatever for many insecure reasons. So this person has a hard time loving themselves or loving other people in that way because when other people are appreciating you or complimenting you, all right, if you're not getting the love and appreciation from the person who you want it most, from the person who you wanted it most, you wanted that love and appreciation. If you're not getting it from them, then anybody else who tells you, I love you, you're beautiful, you're great, you're fantastic, it's hard to accept that mm-hmm. for most people because they're not hearing it or getting the acceptance from the person who they wanted it from the most. So they have a hard time accepting it. And that's, and that's something that a lot of people need to do a lot of healing within their inner child and within themselves. And if you can and really love yourself, like, I always tell people, and I make no bones about it, anybody who knows me will say, oh, Artie loves himself, but I really do love myself. But when I say I love myself, I'm not saying I'm better than you. I'm just saying I, I have that confidence or I have that, that love and that wisdom that, yeah, I love myself, but I love you guys and I love whoever I'm with, you know, just as much as I love myself because I'm a people person, I'm a God person, I'm a spiritual person. So, yeah, so I'm a very strong, lovable type of guy, type of person. 
Now, people say, well, how can you love somebody you don't know? I said, well, I didn't say I like them. I don't know if I like them. I love them, <laughs> yeah. but I don't like them. And it's Fair just enough. like ice cream. I love ice cream, but I don't like all flavors. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. That's a great way to look at things. Um, now, I will, I'd love for us to, um, to jump into our, our news articles. Um, and, and one, I, I'm going to leave this one off, Maddie, because, uh, there's something that, that ties in quite, um, well with, with our guest today. Oh, nice. I have actually one that ties in nicely as well. So, well, hopefully do we're not thing. doing the same one. So we'll see. <laughs> uh, so just, you know, Marty, we are already, we never actually, um, we never, we never consult with each other when we, we find these articles. So hopefully I'm not stealing Matt's. <laughs> so the title of this article is people are using Netflix to predict the future with amusing results. So there's a new trend that started on TikTok, which is another social media platform, which sees user predicting the future via Netflix, and some people aren't happy with their future. Uh, it seems the coronavirus lockdown boredom has become taken to new heights as Netflix viewers have moved on from merely binge-watching shows to using them to predict the future. Yes, people on TikTok have started a bizarre but rather entertaining news trend that sees a random episode become a crystal ball that will show you what the future holds. Uh, the craze known for uh, as Psychic TV Challenge was started by a user named Grace Burgie, whose video demonstrated how it went viral. Um, it basically said, it, you can go and give it a try for yourself. And uh, to start up, you load up Netflix, then you uh, put the initial of your first name into the search bar, and once the results have come up, you pick a number between 1 and 10. Then you count that number in the results. And going from left to right across the screen, you'll, you'll find a show to use. And uh, you click on the show and then pick a number between 1 and the, late, uh, and the latest season it's on. And uh, you, you'll basically have a, an episode that will uh, kind of lead you to what's going to happen next. Uh, I, I, I gotta say, I, I don't really know if it is, uh, if it's all that useful, but, <laughs> yeah. um, I feel like it would definitely be, uh, quite a, an interesting, uh, I mean, also depending on what your, what your, your search history is like on those things, right? <laughs> so the comments were funny. So that actually was one of mine that I had, cause I thought that was <laughs> a good tie-in. And, um, but the funny thing that I read about that was the actual comments, like, of people's reaction to what they were getting. So like, um, I actually made a note of one of them was like, uh, someone said mine was someone being mugged and then killed. And then the detective says here today, gone tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was pretty comical. That is, that is absolutely funny. Can you imagine if you got uh, a movie, um, birdcage? <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 and you're cool. saying, oh, God, and, and here you are, you're married with three kids, and you're <laughs> happy in your sexual relationship with your wife, and then you get a show like Birdcage or something like that. You're going to go blind uh, and be attacked by demons. <laughs> that, that just, we've all gone crazy in quarantine. <laughs> yeah, it's it's getting there, yep. <laughs> just filling well, the time. It is, it's, it's interesting, it's not... I wouldn't say it's a it's a fact. You could probably translate anything into something. Now, I'll, I'll give you an example. Now, when you're looking at what she just suggested as far as what could be your future based on the movie 
that you're getting is that I'll give you an example of what I don't do in my reading. I do not tell people when they're going to die or how they're going to die. I don't, I don't tell people that. The only time I'll mention it is if somebody's already on their deathbed and they want to, they need to take care of business or whatnot. That's a little different when you, when the person's already knocking on heaven's door, that's a little different, but basically say with you guys and say, Hey, Artie, you know, when are we going to die or how are we going to die? Whatever. I would never say that because, by me planting a seed into your brain because I have the respect from the um, public that already said that I was going to die at the age of yada, 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 that subconsciously you plant that seed into your brain and you can create that to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so if somebody is looking, so it's a subliminal uh, suggestion to whoever. So if you're looking at a movie and suppose you see somebody a lady who's a church girl when she does that and then she sees uh you know rambo you know or 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 you know uh you see something like uh, you know a bunch of cars chasing one another in a high-speed chase with gunfire and stuff like that it's like oh is that what i have to look forward to <laughs> you know? right. man i can only it, wish things would get that exciting <laughs> i have to ask actually create this to become a self-fulfilling prophecy as far as a part of your personality because if you believe in something strong enough it makes mm-hmm. no difference what it is you could believe yourself to win the lottery you could believe yourself to to be married to the most gorgeous girl in the world you could believe yourself to have five kids or or to be whatever or the greatest psychic in the world or whatever you could believe if you believe in something with your heart and soul and if it's within your will, then it is within God's will, because God will help make whatever it is you want to happen. You do not have to be a nice guy to make your will happen. It's all about your will. And so, therefore, it makes no difference whether you're a nice guy or a good guy. But if it's within your will to make things happen, mm-hmm. then it's going to happen. And according to society, for centuries, we kind of led ourselves in this direction, just like 911. It was the conscious conscious subconscious of the entire universe of the entire um, public that led us to exactly where we are right now it's not god just creating this god allows everything to happen and that's what free will is all about Mm -hmm. and that we just need to take responsibility for whatever it is that we create in our life and within this world now when you're when you're given um when you pick up on you know, say say how uh, somebody's gonna die. Are you are are you often like it's not always black and white? I would assume, right? Like, is there pathways? I'm like, I'm dead on. No, no pun intended. I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like, you know what I mean? Like, say somebody, um, you know, really wants to uh, say somebody's, you know, obese and and they want to lose some weight and and they come and they say, you know, um if I start working out, like, can I change, you know, what you're being told or, uh, or is there two different paths? If I continue the way I'm going to, going to go down, uh, you know, this is how I'm going to end up, or I have a chance to change that and make a choice. Like, do you see the different outcomes, um, of those choices that people can make? Well, it's interesting that you should say that because there's a specific story that comes to my mind where I was doing a reading at this one house and uh, he hired me back to back years. And I don't remember 
who I read for, and I let alone remember what I say to people. I have no memory of that. The only time I remember stuff is when people come back to me and I'm in a conscious state of mind and people will tell me what I said, what I predicted, and then I'll remember that because I'm in a conscious state of mind or if the story is cool enough. So I, I'm at this one house and, the, and this one girl, she had a very no, nice silk, average silk, but she said to me, she goes, hey, Artie, did you remember me? I said, well, nothing personal, but no, I don't. She goes, probably not, because last year you did a reading for me here at this house at this party, and because um, I do a lot of Artie parties, people hire me to go to their homes. So anyway, so you you did you you read for me last year, and you told me that that um, I was going to drop within a year. You told me that I was probably going to drop about sixty pounds, and she goes, "Well, I ended up dropping." And you told me that I, that my boyfriend would not be able to handle the new me. And she goes, well, I lost 80 pounds and my boyfriend is out of my life. Wow. There so, you go. So when I see something, just because if I say, well, I see you guys being a millionaire, it's not like, hey, honey, I'm quitting my job. I don't have to work because <laughs> I already said I was going to be a millionaire by next year. You still have to do your life. So it's the energy according to how you're living your life right now based on a course of events, how you're living your life right now. You don't change anything. And so putting two and two together, this is what's going to happen. But if you, um, you know, things could change. I'll give you a, a really good story example. So I also give people words of warning because there's what's known as psychic probability. So, there, mm. so if you go left, this is what's going to happen. If you go right, this is what's going to go happen. If mm -hmm. you go up, this okay. is what's going to happen. If you go down, this is what's going to happen. Well, Artie, what do you see me doing? I just told you what to expect based on your personal choice, your free will. Mm -hmm. So a lady walks into my house and she said to me, she said, Artie, she said, um, she said, for the last two years, I was thinking about you every single day. So, you know, I was flattered, not attracted to her. I said, but I was flattered. <laughs> and, I, and I just said, oh, okay. And she goes, I go, so why were you thinking about me for the last two years every day? She goes, you did a reading for me here at your table, and you held my hand. And as soon as you held my hand, the moment you held my hand, you started singing the song, Highway to Hill, I'm going to Highway to Hill, like ACDC. Yeah. You know? And so I hear songs in my head, and I get messages that way, too. And so you looked at me, and you said, you're doing something right now you should not be doing. And if you keep on doing what you're doing, you better stop it real soon because if you keep on doing what you're doing, you're going to get caught and you get, you're going to get thrown in jail. I said, I'm just warning you right now. You want to stop whatever it is you're doing. It's not kosher. It's not good. She goes, well, one week later, I got caught at doing something I should not be doing. And I ended up going to jail for two years. And I wow. woke up every single day thinking, why didn't I think, why didn't I listen to Artie? Why didn't I listen to Artie? Now, she had the blessing of knowing something in advance that could have changed her life. But instead, they tested the waters. Mm -hmm. So oh, another, another cool story. This didn't happen with me, but it happened with one of my very dear friends who's also very psychic. She's very good. And um, she worked on a high-level government position um, from the state of New Jersey. And she's very psychic. And she was actually offered her own TV show and she turned it down because her boss said, you can't do that and this. And, you know, it, it's not going to work. You have to make a choice. 
So she liked the security of her job, so she gave that up. But she mm-hmm. told, but she still had her psychic abilities, mm-hmm. and she told her boss to tell his best friend, who also worked for the government, "You need to tell him he needs to stay home from work for the next two weeks because I see a dark black line across the center of his body, and I see death, and he he needs to stay home from work for two weeks." And the guy didn't listen, and he got in a major car accident, and his body was literally cut in half right through the right through the stomach, across the stomach line. Wow! Oh my gosh, that's so, crazy. So when you see things now, I I just gave I just did a reading for a woman yesterday, and I said to her, I said, listen to me. I said, when you're driving, whenever you're at a traffic light, you need to look. Every which way, even if you have the right of way and it's a green light, still, I want you to look both ways. Or if you have the right of way and you're about to make a quick turn, but the other person is supposed to slow down. I said, you need to play defense, real defense with your driving until the end of the summertime. Otherwise, there's going to be a major accident. I said, I'm just giving you a warning right now because the, the spiritual world right now is showing me traffic lights and I'm at a very busy intersection. If they're showing me traffic lights at a busy intersection, you could put two and two together and say the reason why they're showing me this is to because there's a car accident that's going to be happening if you don't. Mm-hmm. So I said to her, if nothing happens at the end of the summer and things are normal, that means you listen to me. I said, you do not want to challenge the universe or what I'm saying to you for, until the until the end of the summer. You always want to play defense while you're driving. Now. Yes, that's general rule of thumb, I guess, for everybody could do that. But for her in particular, the spiritual world put an image in my head of a traffic light, of a major busy intersection. So I said, really check both ways because someone is not paying attention and they're going through a red light or someone is challenging a yellow light and going through it. Even though you have the right of way, you still have to play defense. Otherwise, you're going to get clobbered on somebody else's mistake. Hmm. So does this have to happen to her? No, it does not, because I gave her warning. But if she's challenging or, or forgets or, or whatever, then, you know, I don't wish bad upon anybody. But I said, just that information alone is worth the whole reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Um, you know, there, are t- there are times where I do readings for people, and like the next day they'll get in a car accident or something effed up will happen to them. And... Um, and they'll say, Artie, why didn't you tell me? You know, like you just did a reading for me. And like, you know, like the next day or two days later, I, ended up there. I said, well, then you were meant to go through it. I didn't see it. You were meant to go through it. I can't protect you from everything. There's certain things within your karma that you're drawing to your life about mm-hmm. this, that, or the other thing. But if I do see it, that means it's a blessing that, you know, you're going to receive something or, or I'm saving you from something. And, and I don't know jack crap until the spiritual world gives me the information. You know, I give people medical information, whether they're people or animals. And I'm no doctor, and I didn't go to uh, Harvard or Yale or any of those colleges or anything like that, you know. And, um, you know, I told that, I, you know, in my book, I have a book called Angels and Answers. And in my book, there's a story. And I tell people, I said, I went to the University of Maryland and Boston for two years. But that was just to visit my friends. 
<laughs> now, I think I read uh, somewhere that you have, now you've only had this gift since you were 27. Yeah. Did true. something did something change in your life at that point, or was it just one minute you woke up and, and life was different? Yeah, I woke up around the holiday season, and I it was actually it was my birthday, and I said, Ma, what's in... I asked my mother, I said, what's in the box? She goes, oh, that's your gift. Ever since then, I've had the gift. But a Well played, well played. <laughs> now, I, um, I got, believe it or not, there was a postcard in the mail, in my junk mail. I had a conversation with God, with no exaggeration. I, had, I was very frustrated in my life. And I had everything going for me. I was married, had a child, um... You know, everything was going great. You know, business was good, material, family, health, everything. But yet I was still unsatisfied inside in my in myself with, with life. And um, so I said to God, I said, God, I need answers. I need clear answers. And uh, so I walk upstairs because I was in my home office in my basement. I haven't been in the basement. So I walk upstairs into my kitchen and there's a bunch of junk mail. Usually I just throw it right in the garbage. But for some reason I was sifting through the junk mail. And I saw a postcard and it said, how would you like to develop your psychic ability intuitiveness? Come to the Edgar Casey Foundation for this one weekend seminar in Virginia Beach. So I said, oh, that looks interesting. I didn't know you could learn how to do this. I thought you either had it or you didn't. Mm -hmm. So I asked my wife, who was my wife at the time, I said, you want to try this? I said, this looks interesting. She goes, I don't give a crap about that. You can go if you want. I don't want to go. So I ended up going and uh, they, uh, there was 50 of us in one large room from all different parts of the country. And uh, they got us into that spiritual mode. And, uh, you know, they had us all relax. We were getting all in that meditation zone and the beautiful music and his soft voice. And then they broke us up into groups and they said, whoever you're with, just share the information with them. Don't judge yourself. Don't worry about being right or wrong. Just tell them whatever you get. Just try to connect from your soul to their soul. And uh, people were telling me how accurate I was on the information I was giving them. And I'd never done this before. And I said, holy crap. I said, I can't believe this exists. And uh, <laughs> so I went home after that seminar. And um, I was like so excited. And I bought myself a deck of spiritual cards. And I was reading for friends and family for the next few years, just for the fun of it. And again, people were telling me how accurate I was. And then... Um, uh, I got to a point where I, I needed some really fast cash extra money. I was re I really needed it. I, was, I wasn't struggling, struggling, but I needed some fast extra cash because I needed to pay back some loans. So uh, I'm sitting there on my couch and I'm thinking to myself, what can I do to earn some extra money? And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, and I'm a go-getter. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I said, you know what? I know how to do reading. So I threw an ad in the paper. And the paper and the, and, and the message said, if I don't pull through, no charge. And then uh, people were calling me up, and 90% of the people paid me, and then it just took on a life of its own. And now it's 31 years later, 30,000 people later that I've read for. And, um, you know, and it just keeps going and going. It just, you know, and, and now I, I, I make a living out of healing people emotionally, physically, spiritually. And... Um, I'll tell you, I've been very blessed. I've been very blessed. Wow. Does your, do you get, like, do you get stronger as a psychic the more you practice? Yeah, with anything in life. 
no matter what you do, you get stronger and better at whatever it is you do. You could be a teacher, an electrician, a basketball player, whatever you're doing. However, if you take what you're doing for granted, you could also lose your gift. You could lose your ability if you're being taken for granted. Okay. Now, there are, t- there are times where, and I'm always very appreciative of it, especially when I hear constant stories when people are telling me what a difference the methods that I gave them uh, made, you know, changed their whole life. Or get, what, what, I, what, I, what I pride myself more than anything else is that I give people back their power and, and I give them healing. So when somebody loses a loved one, I give them healing to let them know that they're okay and I give them specifics of whatever, whatever, whatever. And every reading is different. Um, you know, I give people back their power because I help them rewire their way of thinking about themselves or about life itself so they're looking at things in one way seeing themselves as a victim and then i i give them answers so that they don't have to see themselves as a victim i I see how they could be put in a power position whether it be with yourself your friends your relationship your job so when you have knowledge about the overall circumstances that gives you power and now you know what to do because you know what's going on behind the scenes with the other person or the overall situation so I help change people's lives around. I don't always just tell people future events. I've done that, you know, thousands and thousands of times telling people future events. But I also, what I do is because I'm also a life coach. I okay. also will, you know, tell people how to relook at something. Mm-hmm. It's not always the problem that's the problem. It's how you're looking at it. Yeah, everything is uh, great from a, a point of view. Um, I mean, I, I definitely yeah, say, like, I, I truly like to believe that I'm very open-minded to things, but at sometimes I can be a bit of a naysayer. And I remember um, this, uh, there used to be a mall in, in Kingston where, where I live, um, or I lived at the time, and um, every year a psychic fair would come to the mall. And, and I, I used to stand there thinking, well, there's a lot of psychics in one area. And, and I stood kind of outside the booth thinking, now, if I just start thinking some really weird thoughts and I just see one head poke up and look at me, then I will <laughs> totally be on board. <laughs> but but nobody ever did. <laughs> you no, know man, it's funny. I'm I'm the same. Like, I'm super analytical. Um, and and for me, like, seeing is believing, I guess. And which is which is weird because it's not how I was raised. Like, mm-hmm. uh, my mom actually had. She would see a psychic um, here in Ontario, actually, uh, amazingly hard to get into, apparently. Uh, she saw him a couple times, and <clears throat> she was amazed, and she would tell us stories, and I guess she got some of the stuff on tape, but she would never let us listen to it, um, because she said that some of it involved us, and she didn't want to uh, us to, to deviate um, so, you know what, I grew up um, being very open-minded, but uh, being analytical, I guess, as you get older and more cynical, and um, you're always like, oh, you know, science, science, it's got to be, everything's got to be proven, but there's always been a piece of me that's like, you know, I think about those tapes and, and my mom going and the things that she, she told us, these little bits and pieces that um, were accurate, and uh, <clears throat> it's really intriguing to me really intriguing to me I, I i it's funny i fight the analytical piece of myself because uh, i really want to to understand more about it you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh do you live 
Do you live with family right now, Maddie? Yeah, I do. Um, so I live with I, my wife. I saw, you, I saw you living with family. That's why. I didn't see you living on your own. And I don't know what you look like or how old you are. And um, um, you're also going to be one person that when you have your own place, you're going to have lots of pets. <laughs> it's funny that you say that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we have uh we have two dogs, um golden retriever and uh a uh Australian shepherd. So Link Link and Zelda. So, yep, we we we've had our fair share of pets, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're very important to you because they're filled with unconditional love. And so, uh, you know, when you're upset or disappointed or whatever, if you want to get lost in something, you're, you know, people, you know, go for me, I go by the water. Other people will read a book for you. You know, you like to just be with your dogs and stuff and they will give you that comfort, that, that instant comfort that you're looking for. That's, that's good. That's good advice. Cause it's, it's absolutely true. I find myself when I'm just not, I don't know if, it, you know, if people just have bad days and, and uh, yeah, I find myself curling up on the couch with, with my pooches. Yeah, and also when you have a house or when you get a house, I don't know if it's where you're living now or the house where you're going to be living or stuff, um, there's going to be a cherry tree. There's something with cherries that's connected with where you're going to be living. Um, it could also be the name of the street, a Cherry Lane, Cherry Hill. Um, hmm. You know, uh, But there's something with cherries that's connected with the place where you're going to be living. Um, cool. Hmm, interesting. Um, all right. All so right. that's so that's a psychic prediction in, in regards to the future, you know, and I told you right now as far as that I saw you living with family and I saw you living with pets. So I gave you something for the moment now and I and I'm telling you something about the future, but there's something definitely about with cherries with you. And okay. um, also there's going to be a problem with one of the cabinets. Uh, I, I don't know if it's within your, it looks like it's within your kitchen. It could also be like, uh, uh, it could be also like in the laundry room or something, but I'm seeing an issue with, uh, with one of the doors of the cabinets or something. Okay. Very cool. And it's not that I wish anything bad upon you or whatever. So it's just something that I was just picking up. So, um, Man, please right. tell me that Ashley wants you to repaint the cupboards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it could be because I'm seeing an issue. It's like because I, I see you jockeying with the, um, you know, with the, um, with, with 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 the with the door or something. It's it's jamming, or you're gonna have to take it off or something. But there's something. But I'm seeing something going on with one of the doors, and you'll think of me when it happens. <laughs> um, that's awesome that's awesome so let me see if i could uh pick up something with anthony and all so i'm just like you know shuffling the cards right now sure i, I like the the potential of of being a millionaire but <laughs> 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 it, it's okay if i make that happen but as long as it's coming <laughs> You're definitely a people person by far, Anthony. You're definitely a people person, and, you know, you do like your women. No <laughs> doubt about it. He loves his women. Hope Kelly doesn't hear this. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, either you're owning your own business, or you're going to end up being the manager of wherever you're working. Okay. 
I don't see you just, you know, being a regular worker and being satisfied with that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And as a matter of fact, you're not one, like if your boss tells you something, if there's somebody in authority telling you something, you don't agree with it, you won't go along with the program if it's not sitting right with you. You're going to challenge them and you're going to still try to do things your way. Um, It has been known to happen, yes. (laughs) I was going to say, I've known Tony for a long time and that's pretty dead on. (laughs) No, yeah, usually when he has his mind set on something, he's the type of guy that when I know I'm right, you're not going to persuade me. It's like he, he's, he's stubborn in that way. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. When I believe in something, you're not going to persuade me. When I feel like something's right or whatnot, and, you know, it, it's like you're not going to change my mind. I, you could think whatever you want of me. I don't give a shit, but this mm-hmm. is the way it is, and um, I don't care. You know, and you don't need to be a jerk about things. You don't need to be a but. Again, you're 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 one that that you stand true to your convictions, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, if it means to do the right thing, um, even if other people don't agree with it, like you know, uh, there's a lot of people following protocols. Like, you know what? If I don't believe in the protocol, I ain't doing it. I don't give a shit. I protocol my ass. I don't mm-hmm. care about political correctness or whatnot. I'm going to do what feels right in my heart, and um, that's just the way I am. I'm not going out to hurt anybody, but you know what? I don't believe in just being stupid. It's like certain rules are just stupid and, mm-hmm. and I'm having a hard time following it and I'm not doing it just to do it because I don't believe in it. So if you don't believe in something, you're not going to follow the rule of whatever it is. It's uh, it's funny, actually. I, um, I, my, now, my, my wife would say that I'm, I'm a little bit one of those in-the-box players, but at the same time, it's true. I, I don't, uh, if, I, if I feel like it's wrong, um, and, and it's, uh, it, it doesn't bode well with, with my heart, then I, I don't do it. And, uh, it, it's definitely true. But put it this way, you're going to be more successful when you think outside the box. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. You need to think and live outside the box for you to, you need to take more chances and, and pull the trigger rather than just overanalyze everything. Okay. That's, that is good advice. You know, you can't be afraid. You have to understand you also gain through wisdom and, and, and knowledge by even making wrong moves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you're so afraid to make a wrong move that it's like, uh, no, and you overanalyze it. And then it's like, yeah, so. But if you believe, but, you know, you, you got to, like I said, it, it's an education, whether it costs you time or money. It's an education. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if you want to become the kind of successful that you want, you know, you can't bring, if you want to become, uh, you know, really make it big, say you wanted to gamble, whatever, mm-hmm. and you wanted to win thousands of dollars, you got to bring more than 10 bucks with you. <laughs> so, you know, That's you got to risk a little to, to gain a little, and it's all a part of life. But if you're going to play life conservatively, you're always just going to be living within your fantasy and in your dreams rather than reality. But the fun of life is taking chances outside the norm. And Dr. Seuss said, you know, we all know who Dr. Seuss is. Indeed. Yeah, Dr. Seuss said, to be to be outstanding, you need to stand out. Yes. Yeah, that's great. It's actually really funny. When um, I went to college, there was a lot of uh, Dr. Seuss sayings on the walls. 
that were trying to uh, influence and, and inspire the students there. It's, it's interesting how I'm talking about Dr. Seuss, and that happens to be, like, I don't mention that all the time, the rarity, actually, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, yeah, but you gotta you got to start walking your talk more if you want to be the kind of big that you want, uh, rather than just allowing yourself just to be content. Okay. You know? You, yeah. you think you think bigger than where you are, but your actions stay keeping you content. That is that is fair. That is, that's very good. Uh, <clears throat> yes, it's true. I got a lot of a lot of larger ideas, but uh, it's uh, there. There is always some apprehension and uh, things that probably end up keeping me back. And you know, I came from a family where they uh, they played things very very safe, and uh, you would only kind of do things if it was a sure thing, as opposed to taking that gamble. And uh, I think there's a, there's a lot of the times where uh, my wife is just like, yeah, you, you really need to, to take that chance if, if that's what you want to do. You know what? A lot of people get angry or get upset with other people because you're willing to take a chance that they're not willing to take. So they call you silly, foolish, stupid. Uh, what are you, crazy? Um, so you're allowing other people's fears to hold you back. Mm-hmm. So you don't tell anybody what you're doing unless that they are really, really good well-wishers on your behalf and they're not negative willies. So, you know, but, um, but a lot of people will get jealous, angry, or upset with you if you're doing things that are out of their comfort zone because they're afraid to do it themselves. Hmm. Interesting. It's, I'm gonna hope my my wife totally listens to this episode because there's I, I'd, I'd love to hear uh, her if she's thinking the same thing I'm thinking about this. <laughs> well, she po- she paid me a thousand dollars to tell you that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. So she, said, she promised me the check was in the mail. So I said, <laughs> ah, Always pulling the strings. Done, eh? <laughs> and you call yourself a psychic. <laughs> Love it. That's amazing. That's awesome. That's amazing. That's well, great. thank you so well, thank much. You. That's amazing for for, uh, for reading us. That's amazing. Yeah, um, Maddie, do you want to, to jump in and we'll do uh, some twenty quick questions? Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. do rapid fire questions. Yeah. I think that'll be fun. Sounds great. Rapid fire questions. So, uh, listeners at home, if you're uh, if you're tuning in for the first time, uh, Maddie G is going to ask Artie twenty quick questions, and Artie will just give us. A uh, quick answer to the first thing that comes on his head. Gotcha. All right, here we go. Question number one. Favorite movie of all time? Favorite movie of all time. Um, believe it or not, Austin Powers, the first one. one ah, good movie. <laughs> Great movie. Favorite Mar- he, was one, he was one of the greatest characters that made me laugh. That's mm. one of my favorites. I have a few favorites, but that's That's one actually of one of my favorites, Good. I have yep. to be honest. That I still quote that movie. Yep. <laughs> uh, favorite Marvel character? I don't have one. Okay. All right. Favorite food? Favorite food uh, would have to be London broil or, or teriyaki, London broil or teriyaki skirt steak. All okay. right. Favorite book? Mine. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I love when people do that. <laughs> I love it. Yep. No, uh, uh, yeah, my favorite book, um, believe it or not, and it changed my life forever with no exaggeration. And I recommend everyone to read this book called Conversations with God. And it's written by Neil Donald Walsh. 
volume one. There's volume two and volume three. They're not nearly good as volume one, but volume one of Conversations with God, written by Neil Donald Walsh, was life-altering for me and changed my life forever. Okay. All right. Good answer. Uh, Favorite song from the past year? Oh, wow. There's so many of them. I was playing so many of them. Right now, I'll tell you one thing. One of my favorite songs that I love to listen to, and I listen to it every single day, believe it or not, is um, a song by um, Daniel Boone called A Beautiful Day. Okay. Okay. As you say, 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 say that you love me. Oh, yeah. my, I know that one. My, my, my. Yeah, I know that one as well. Yeah, that is a I, great song because people don't know the title of it or the or the artist because it's from the yesteryears and that's why I just sang it. But that yeah. song is very uppity, and I love the Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. Okay, excellent. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good tune. Yeah. Uh, beer, scotch, or wine? Uh, can we go with Long Island iced tea? Uh, yeah, it works. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the mixed drink. Yep. I would have uh, to go, but uh, from what you told me, I would go with beer. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Uh, PC or Mac? PC. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Trek. Okay. Okay. Poutine or fish and chips? Fish and chips. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Metallica or ACDC? I was just singing ACDC. Yeah, I I figured you'd go with that. (laughs) Handshake or fist bump? Say that again. Handshake or a fist bump? Handshake. Weirdest secret talent, other than being psychic. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdest secret talent. Hmm. What I used to be able to do, it's a strange. When I was growing up as a kid, because I was I always had very good balance growing up as a kid. I used to be able to stand on a basketball while taking off twenty t shirts. <laughs> that is the that is amazing. I've never had. That is a great. <laughs> that dude, that is amazing. Yeah, that is going to be That's the greatest the answer we've ever had on this show. <laughs> Where to God? I used to put on about fifteen or twenty t-shirts on my body, stand on a basketball, and see if I could still stay standing on the basketball and take them all off. <laughs> that, is a, that is amazing. I'm going to try that now. I yep. <laughs> uh, well, make sure you... you have a lot of pillows around you because when you're falling, <laughs> yeah. you're going to hurt your ass. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. Uh, what is your worst fear? Skydiving. Okay. Mm. Boxers or briefs? Briefs. And what's the favorite podcast you've been on in the last 12 hours? <laughs> Yours, of course. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Excellent. <laughs> well, Artie, we really appreciate you uh, taking some time out of your busy day. Do you have uh, anything you you'd like to pitch? I, I know you do a, a show. All right. So, as far as uh, let's see, every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time, I do a Facebook live show called Angels and Answers. So, if you go to my website, artiehoffman.com. Or if you Facebook me, you know, it, it's on my Facebook, Angels and Answers, Artie Hoffman. Um, I do free readings for the public for one hour at 8 p.m. Eastern time on Sundays. But because of this corona crap that's going around, um, I brought it down to 6 p.m. only for because uh, my assistant, so she can get home on time, she's not going home late. So, okay. um, so right now it's 6 p.m. Eastern time. 
I do uh, one. I do free psychic readings that connect to people's loved ones. And besides just doing that, you know, I try to make it as humorous as possible. You know, you're asking me questions. Like my, my show is very much so like this show in the sense of uh, personality and joking around. Like we talked about certain serious topics, but we also joke around. That's yeah. exactly the way my Facebook Live show is. Oh, that's so awesome. I'm definitely going to want to check it out. That, that's, yeah, that's we really need more cool. of that in the world for sure. Yep. And yep. we're not just being biased because that's kind of what our show's about, but yep. it's uh, <laughs> especially in these times, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I, I mean... do phone readings. I'm just as accurate over the phone as I am in person. And I'm all, plus, I'm all the way out in New Jersey. So I'm just as accurate over the phone. So I do phone readings, and you can email me, Hoffman at Gmail, or call me at 732-778-7173. And uh, or like I said, go to artiehoffman.com. So and, and plus I have my book called Angels and Answers, and you could order order that on Amazon. What can't you order on Amazon? That's but you true. can order it on Amazon, Angels and Answers, or you can go to my website, artiehoffman.com, and order it through there. Um, I got to share with you one funny thing uh, about my Facebook show mm-hmm. that a con- a consistent question that girls like to ask me. You know, Artie, do you see me getting pregnant? You know, for girls who want to see it, you know. Yeah. They say, Artie, do you see me getting pregnant? I go, well, your chances are a lot better once you stop watching my show and get in the bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Your odds improve by a lot. I see you getting pregnant. (laughs) And if you're still having problems, come over here. I'll see what I can do. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) It's a free service. Well, that's amazing. Oh, Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Artie. We really appreciate it. We'll yeah, make sure thanks, that we Artie. get those links up on our websites for anybody who is oh, driving cool. right now. And uh, also, uh, definitely check out uh, Artie's website, and uh, maybe you'll be lucky uh, to get through and uh, and have a, a reading on a Sunday. Oh, yeah. And everybody who does share my Facebook Live show, your name gets entered into a drawing. And if your name is picked, you'll, you can win a free half-hour reading with myself. Absolutely amazing. All right. That's cool. Perfect. Excellent. It was a pleasure, guys. Thanks Thank a lot. you. Thank you. You as well. Take care and Take stay care. safe. You got it, guys. Take care. Bye bye. So, this is a good time for us to pitch our social media. You could get us on our website, thefap.ca. On uh, Twitter, is thefap4. You can get us on Instagram, is thefappodcast. Don't forget our Facebook, the freaking awesome podcast. And uh, you can always reach out via email, thefappodcast at gmail.com. I'm on the air, we on the air, we got this pocket. Ah, uh, oh, not again. Wicked sweet. <laughs>